0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I'm so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Alan Dubon and Black Label CXO for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Alan and the team at Black Label CXO do an amazing job of helping businesses all over the world achieve their dreams of having a more organized and more successful business. From creating websites, to helping you with your social media, to CRMs, Alan and his team have so many different amazing ideas to help you become a more successful realtor. I'm very thankful for them and how they've been a part of helping my business grow, and very thankful for their support and sponsorship of this episode. So let's get into today's podcast episode. On today's episode, we are going to talk about the LA Rams and how they went all in to win the Super Bowl. And we're going to eventually jump into how this relates to our real estate career. But I always enjoy talking about sports. I don't really need a reason to do it. But I feel like every Super Bowl, I've got to have an episode talking about real estate and lessons from that Super Bowl. Last year, I talked about real estate lessons from Tom Brady, and I miss him so much already. I think I need a tribute episode at some point. But anyway, let's jump into it for today. So unless you've been under a rock for the past week, you know that the LA Rams defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 on Sunday night to win the Super Bowl. And I've actually been processing this podcast episode really for a few weeks, if not a few months, thinking that the Rams could win the Super Bowl. They were actually my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl for a variety of reasons that I can get into. But I just felt like they had the team and they could compete and actually win the Super Bowl. And I actually almost did the episode for Monday and was going to have it ready to go, but figured I didn't want to jinx it. And so I would wait until the Super Bowl was actually over. But as I've watched the Rams this year and just watched their entire journey, I noticed how they went all in and they took such a gamble to potentially win a Super Bowl. I remember watching the game on Sunday and I remember thinking to myself, oh my goodness, you have worked so hard for so long to get to this moment and you might actually blow it. I remember them getting the ball back with six minutes and 13 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And thinking, holy cow, like if Matthew Stafford throws an interception, if a fumble happens, if any of this happens, the game's basically over and the season's over and going all in was a waste of your time. But obviously they did win the game and it was worth it, right? Everything they did going all in over the past six years was worth it because they finally won the Super Bowl. Now they went all in and I'll tell you what this LA Rams team is not. This LA Rams team is not the next dynasty. You know, Super Bowls ends and they talk about, oh my goodness, is this team going to win one or 50 Super Bowls? And this team just, I don't believe, has it. They don't because they've gone in so much that they don't have the chips, really, you know, to use the poker term, they don't have the chips to be competitive and they don't have the salary cap to have the talent on the field for the next five, ten years, etc. But they bet everything over the past few years, their entire future, on this game and getting to this game. I literally was watching it thinking, oh my goodness, will this gamble pay off? Will this team actually win the Super Bowl? And if they didn't, what a disaster they would have created with all the talent and draft capital that they've traded away for other players, all for this one opportunity in this one game. But that's what they did. They went all in. They gambled. It was worth it for them to even get to that point where they had the ball with six minutes and 13 seconds left for a chance to possibly win a Super Bowl. Even after they scored, they scored with one minute and 25 seconds left. The Bengals still got the ball with a chance to win the game. And the season could have ended for them if they drove down and got a touchdown quickly or whatever they would have done. You know, they could have tied it to go to overtime or score and win the game. But the Rams bet everything on it this entire season. And what I've learned watching them is that if we want to be successful, we got to kind of be like the LA Rams and be willing to go all in. You know, I'm certainly not comparing myself or anyone in real estate to the amazing players or coaches or ownership or anyone that's a part of the LA Rams. But one of the reasons, you know, for the success that I've seen realtors have and the success that I've had is I often get people commenting about how I've gone all in. And I put it all into real estate, everything. I have all my energy, effort, time, all of it has gone into becoming a great realtor. And I've made some huge um, mistakes in where I invested time, money, resources, etc. in over the past few years. But I've gone all in. And the realtors that I talk to and speak to each week that have had success and are having successful businesses, they've put all their chips into becoming successful in the real estate business. If you don't know the story of the Rams and moving from St. Louis, they basically have done everything to go all in since moving from St. Louis to L.A. in 2016. You know, in 2017, a year after moving to L.A., they hired Sean McVay. The guy was 30 years old at the time. So if you want to feel like a loser, look at what the L.A. Rams have done. They hired a 30-year-old coach at the time, Sean McVay. He's just two years older than me. And so if you want to think about it, think of what he's done by the age of 36 and what you've accomplished, and I promise you'll feel lame. But they gave him a head coaching position, and researching in it this week, they actually gave him that head coaching position probably a year, more likely two years before he actually was ready and deserved the head coaching position. But leading up to the Super Bowl, they talked about this. They knew that if they did not give him that head coaching position then at 30 years old, They knew that within a year, another team would give him a head coaching position and they would not have their chance. And he was going to transcend the game. And he absolutely has done it. People want to be around Sean McVay or get coaches on their team that have been around Sean McVay. For a guy who was hired in 2017, he has created such an amazing coaching tree in his five years. I literally cannot believe it. He has so much talent around him. The head coach that he faced in the Super Bowl, Zach Taylor of the Bengals, was a coach on Sean McVay's team, a team that lost in the playoffs. The Packers, Matt LaFleur, their head coach, he worked under Sean McVay in 2017, and Taylor worked under Sean McVay as well. Brandon Staley, who is now the coach of the LA Chargers, a very talented team in their own right. Even though they had a rough year, Staley was a coach for Sean McVay during his tenure with the Rams. Kevin O'Connell, who was McVeigh's offensive coordinator, is now the coach of the Minnesota Vikings. He just got hired within the past few days. And so, within that time, four different high quality coaches in the NFL coached under McVeigh since 2017. So, the Rams knew the talent that was there and they went all in when they hired him. Even hiring him probably a little sooner than he deserved, they knew that they had to go in with their chance. Since they moved back to Los Angeles, in 2016 whether it be McVay drafting Jared Goff etc they have really done everything it took to try and win a Super Bowl they went to the Super Bowl in 2018 and lost to the New England Patriots probably one of the most boring Super Bowls I've ever watched it was awful but the Rams knew okay well then this isn't going to be good enough just getting here isn't good enough so they continue to be bold and go all in to create success in terms of the players on the field they drafted Jared Goff in 2016, a year before McVay got there, but they never felt that he was really the guy. He didn't necessarily jive with Sean McVay and his passionate coaching style, and they never thought he would be the guy. Really since that 2018 Super Bowl, they were trying to figure out their next solution. <laughs> um and I thought Jared Goff was a great quarterback. You know, he led them to the playoffs, led them to the Super Bowl. I thought they were absolutely crazy to trade him. And obviously, I'm an idiot, because it seemed stupid at the time, but obviously, now is so worthwhile. In 2018, you know, they went to the Super Bowl, and I thought to myself, why would you trade a quarterback three years later that took you to the Super Bowl? But they knew that they had to go all in. So they traded Jared Goff, what they thought was a decent quarterback, and traded him and two first-round picks to the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford. They felt well, we are willing to give up this much talent to go all in. They really were willing to do it. They had other insane trades where they traded two first-round picks to the Jaguars for Jalen Ramsey in 2019. This past November, they traded a second and third-round pick to the Denver Broncos for Von Miller, a great defensive player. They signed Odell Beckham Jr. in November to a deal. They basically went all in with these players and others, and they went all in to try to win a Super Bowl. The Rams basically knew and said, hey, we're going after the Super Bowl. Um, you know, that's why I stated earlier, they're probably not going to be a dynasty because in some ways they've set themselves up for salary cap and player development, heck, because they won't necessarily have the picks necessary to create success for the next 5, 10, 15 years or the finances to make it work. They won't do it, most likely, but for the Rams, it was all worth it to go all in, to win the Super Bowl. And in some ways in our real estate career, sometimes we do things, you know, I talk about social media, I talk about interacting with clients and building relationships. Sometimes we work and grind so hard knowing that if we go all in, the payoff will be worth it. What the Rams invested in both salary and draft capital was crazy, but worth it if it meant creating that success and giving them that chance to win a Super Bowl. It's so interesting because they've gone so far all in that in the next coming draft here in April, the Rams' first pick will be the last pick of the third round. So they have no first or second round picks. They have only one third round pick and a couple other lower level picks. But the thing is that the Rams don't see picks like the rest of the NFL does. The Rams basically went all in and said, we're here to win it and win it now. And we're willing to trade these picks. You know, other teams use these picks to draft great college players that will be. You know, low income earners in terms of, you know, the rest of the NFL for a few years, you know, three, four, five years on the rookie contract. But the Rams have seen these picks as ways to get already established and talented players onto their roster. And who are we to tell them no, that it's not going to work? Because again, watching that game, they did it. And I thought, and I'm sure many people thought, oh my goodness, this could be a disaster. You know, if they lose that game on Sunday, if that last six minute and 13 seconds goes differently, it's over. Everything's over for the Rams. Sean McVay, who has been thought of as a genius, suddenly gets hung out to dry as a coach that can never win the Super Bowl, you know, making it twice and losing. But they ended up doing it. You know, All the trades they made, all the deals, people could have said, wow, you're so stupid. How could you do that if they hadn't won the Super Bowl? But they did it. The team ended up doing it. And they were in championship or bus mode. And it all came down to that touchdown with one minute and 25 seconds left, capping off that six-minute, 13-second drive, you know. And if they botched it, imagine if Matthew Stafford throws an interception there or something like that. It would have been over. They would have torn it all apart and everything that people thought of of how the Rams were complete geniuses and Sean McVay was a genius and all these high-profile players. It would have been absolutely burned to the ground. But it worked, and so the strategy of holding draft picks like these other 20-something teams do is maybe not the future. Maybe people will follow the method that the Rams have done where they are willing to trade these first-round picks. You know, it is crazy to me. The last time the Rams had a first-round pick in the NFL draft was in 2016 when they traded up to select Jared Goff. And so with bringing in all this talent, Matthew Stafford, you know, from the Detroit Lions, Jalen Ramsey, etc. They have not had a first-round pick since 2016, and they won't have a first-round pick again until at least 2024. And so that's basically eight years of not having a first-round pick, but they went all in. They were going to do it and go after winning that Super Bowl, or they were going to die trying, basically, but they've done it and made it work. It's hilarious to me that the last first-round pick they had, Jared Goff in 2016, was part of the trades to end up getting Matthew Stafford. And so it's just so interesting to watch how they do it. They were going to go all in and either build it and, you know, win that Super Bowl or die trying. But they made it work. They really did. And this team worked well together, played well together, and, you know, I just think it's so interesting because it's so much like our life and the real estate business. Even becoming a licensed realtor, you know, it's a few thousand dollars even your first year when you're not going to sell anything. But part of it is having to be willing to bet on yourself, right? That's what the Rams did. They bet on themselves from the time they got back to LA in 2016. They bet on themselves and were going to go all in to win a championship. Now, it paid off for them, right? But we as realtors have so many decisions that, you know, we hope pays off. But I think one of the things about being in real estate and being an entrepreneur is being willing to take that risk, right? There was another article written by Mike Jones of USA Today that talked about, um, you know, the, the Rams went for broke with their Super Bowl formula. And, you know, he talked about how it will leave them bankrupt in the future. And it talks about how there's going to be long term challenges, you know, salary cap issues, et cetera, and issues with re signing players. But as he talks about, it was worth it for them to go all in and win, you know, this one or maybe a couple Super Bowls. And that's it. You know, they were willing to change everything and invest in themselves. And imagine if you made that investment in your real estate business. Whether it's, you know, developing relationships or a business decision on advertising, things like that, you're making a big risk, right? I do things in my business um, that some people don't. Last year, I probably spent, you know, above $10,000 investing in myself, whether that's masterminds, office space, et cetera. Um, that's a big investment. And I spent another $10,000, probably <laughs> maybe fifteen, dollars on, um, you know, my clients and gifts for them, investing in them, meals, et cetera. So that's a really big chunk of change, and it's a big investment, right? That's a big chunk of my income that I'm investing in myself, but there are certain things where you have to be willing to take the risk, and if you want a chance to see the success like the LA Rams did, you have to invest in yourself, be willing to gamble on your future and go all in, and be willing to do that, and if you are, you have a chance of success, but you have to be willing to bet on yourself, and sometimes that means putting all the chips in. You know, I can't decide for you where, you know, what business decisions you make and what you invest in in your business, but you have to be willing to take a gamble and take a chance on yourself and be willing to go all in like the LA Rams did. You know, it was really fun watching their Super Bowl run and really watching them all season as, you know, they didn't stop pushing for success. And I think that's another part that really can resonate with realtors and we can apply to our lives. They didn't just trade for Matthew Stafford this past offseason and say, okay, you know, we made a big trade. We better get it or else. You know, they kept investing. They traded for Von Miller over the season. You know, they signed Odell Beckham. So they kept going all in again and again and saying, well, if we're going to give 80 or 90% of the way in, no, we're not going to do that. We are going to go 100% give it our all and be willing to make that risk. You know, so many people insulted them when they traded for Von Miller, saying he was too old. They signed Odell Beckham Jr. And they said he wasn't worth having on a roster because he had just been cut. Well, guess what? Odell Beckham Jr., who got unfortunately hurt during the game, probably tore an ACL or something and will be out all of next season. You know, but it was worth it, right? For him and for the team, the investment they made was so worth it. He was a huge part of the success they had in the Super Bowl. And even though he got hurt during the game, he was part of that success and the reason that they even had a chance at the end to go and win the game. So they went all in and gave it 100%. They gave it everything they had to really try to win the Super Bowl this year and have that success. And I think some of those things apply to our real estate business as well. We make decisions and some people look at us and say, oh, that's stupid. Well, but if you believe in it and are willing to invest in yourself. Don't let people tell you, no, it's not worth it. You know, so many people doubted the Rams, but they bet on themselves, and we have to be willing to bet on ourselves and invest and put the chips in to, you know, be willing to make that investment. So thank you guys for listening. I don't need a reason to talk about sports for 20 minutes, but if I can relate it to real estate, I will. So congratulations to the LA Rams. Man, the story they had this season. And how much they put it all in was really inspiring to watch and learn from. I hope you can think about this in your real estate business where you need to go all in, maybe invest in yourself and your business and bet on yourself. I appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.